you never heard of. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Eric Bergen on the intro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did have you twisted his arm enough? Is he gonna make a stop in Nebraska, maybe Iowa? He says he's summer? gonna. All right. He says he's gonna. Well, come on, we yeah. waiting. <clears throat> he's pretty good. People need to check him out. We appreciate him putting that music together for us. Eric Bergett. Yeah, he's growing. B U R G E T T. He's uh, put out a lot of new music. Um he's had some I saw him post something the other day. A million streams on Spotify. Dang. Um got some some songs that were Hitting the top of the charts. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm just waiting for him to hit the highway mm-hmm. on Sirius XM. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they always have the new up and coming. I mean, it, to him, he's probably like, I'm not new. I've been around. I've been doing this for. <laughs> I think they all understand that, though. Yeah. Been, I mean, and that guy, he's like, he's the definition of like commitment and hard work. Mm-hmm. Because just like you said right there, he's been doing this for so many years and. Just grinding it, grinding it, mm-hmm. grinding it, trying to get traction, trying to get traction. And finally, you know, seeing the results of that. Yeah. And, you know, he's got a couple of things that, that I really appreciate about him. For one, he's not from Georgia or down south. You know, you're part of typical yeah, country music right. singer. And two, his main gig is the piano. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get away from that. He stayed true to that. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, I think it's like his greatest advantage, if you want to call it that. It's something different. It sounds different. Yeah. And I like it. Not a know? lot of country stars they're always you strumming their guitars yeah, but, yeah yeah you don't see blake shelton up there on the keyboard you know right. yeah so. yeah it's different it's yeah. cool yeah yeah so check him out on, on pretty much any social media platform eric with a c burgett b-u-r-g-e-t-t good dude looking forward to having him in someday if he comes through yeah. he'll definitely be on the pod well you guys went to a really cool uh uh, concert last summer, and it was like in, just outside of that small town, Elmwood, Murdoch. Oh, outside yeah. of Murdoch. Oh, yeah. He needs to do something like that, right? I know. Wasn't it like called Cornstock or something like that? Yeah. I mean, it'd been cool. Totally. Yeah. Hey, I know a farm we could we could host him at. You do? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. One up north somewhere. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> 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 that we have more room up there. I'd say. <laughs> yeah. we, we might know a few farms. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking farm focused headquarters. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. So anyway, welcome to Common Folk. Mm-hmm. Here we are. <laughs> we're all just staring at you, each other. Oh, we're you, on. We're you, live. Well, you caught me right in the middle of a. Drink oh there. shoot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we don't know what to do because it's before nine a.m. Yeah, yeah. We never do this until like usually afternoon yeah, drinking like time early, early yeah. afternoon at the i should have brought mimosas earliest. or something oh yeah dang well so i still got a big old coffee i'm on my second coffee you I, are uh cooper's chase bourbon would work with that wouldn't it that is a pretty good mix I- irish it up a little yeah. bit there you know? i can't drink coffee out of yetis it's really? a weird thing of mine it has to be in, it has to be in, a big frig ha- no it has to be <laughs> a, in a mug that's the problem it has to be in a coffee cup I get that. Even when I'm driving the car, yeah. people think it's weird. Well, these are they stay so hot. I know, for but so there's long. something about like the hmm. I prefer I a coffee cup too. It's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that yeah. is, anyways. Uh-huh. But then it splashes around in the cup holder. I know, sure. but that's yeah. why you gotta hold it. You gotta be a good driver. Gotta be good. Like me. 
one hand on the coffee cup, one hand on the phone. Yeah. I don't have my hand on the phone. Knee on the steering wheel. Oh, stop. There's a really funny stat out there from a a survey. It said uh, like 80 some odd percent of people believe that they're above average drivers. Well, you're not. I yeah. Because yeah. at least 30% have to be wrong, right? right. In order for it to be. <laughs> right. That's so true. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm an amazing driver, but I can drive. Yeah. And, Decent. And drink coffee. And yeah. Why did your eyes get really big when I, I mean, said whatever. that? I, you, let's talk about texting. Hey, this isn't, this isn't about me. Oh. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Anyways, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? So today we are going to talk about the idea of uh, all the things that we deal with today in terms of products specifically that are just throwaway anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and we're kind of in the midst of this right now, this is what, what got me thinking about this uh, particular topic, is our washer and dryer. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with washer and dryer. Okay. Um that's These, a, two big appliances, yeah, expensive appliances. Like we kind of yeah. need them yeah. 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 every day. Um, so this is, how how long have we been married? 18? It will be 19, 19. in May. Okay, 19 All right, years. you got it. That's pretty good. So for the amount of time that we've been married, this is the second set that we've had. So the first set we got as soon as we moved in together. Mm-hmm. I was working at Sears. Um so you got the Kenmore, the nice ones, the whole nine yards. It, it was, yeah. It yep. was a Kenmore. Yep. It, front loaders were hot at the I really time. wanted a front loader. Yep. Very all good. This, you know, all, all right. This stuff. Yep. Um, so, you know, and, and so that was 20 years ago, roughly. I fixed that thing, like a couple of major fixes, probably five or six times. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, the washing machine. The the dryer we never had trouble with the dryer. No, but it was the washing machine. Like took the sucker apart. It would be like fully fully disassembled, and taking you'd the have tub to buy out, the, the yep. components. Yeah. To, so yeah. So and at the time, um, that's what was cool about Sears is you could buy parts for like any mm-hmm. uh, um, appliance brand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they may still have it, but it was like Sears Parts Direct or something like that. So that was my go to. So I'd go there. You type in your model number. You'd get a full. Uh, schematic of all the parts, you know, parts diagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. parts list, anything you want. Right. Um, so then I'd diagnose what was wrong with the thing. Oh, okay, that's what I need. I'd buy that part. They'd ship it to me. I'd put it in. I'd fix it. It's off and running again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did it time and time again and kept those things running for, I don't know, the ones that we have now. So it probably would have been- Probably close to it, 10 years. It was well over 10. It was, okay. It was 12, 12 to 14 years, probably something like that. Pretty Long good. freaking time. That's pretty good. And then when we ended up getting rid of them in the end, um, they still were running, but those front loaders just would get nasty. Well, yeah, you guys are probably Ooh. dealing with like first generation. Yes. And yes. yeah, that, that's, that was the big thing is they wouldn't yeah. really drain well, right? Yeah, right. So you'd, yes. you'd get that smell. So when yeah. he would take it up, when he took it apart a couple of times, I remember, you know, yeah. you see those Instagram ads yeah. and the inside is just covered in black Mold. filth. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. a joke. When you take that drum yeah. out, oh my gosh, the power yeah. washer was going outside. Like, yeah nasty (laughs) and there was parts like there was hoses uh, back in there that i would replace that there was nothing wrong with them but i replaced them because i knew like on the inside they were so and people wonder why your towels don't ever you know they kind of always just once they get wet again they kind of smell moldy that's Mm -hmm. why yeah so anyway a couple times 
<clears throat> we did that, and then you're basically starting over with a brand new machine because mm-hmm. it was all cleaned mm-hmm. out and everything. Yep. Um, so then we just decided, look, we're done with these front loaders. Um, we moved <clears throat> and bought a set in, I think it was when we were in Tennessee, um, of a top load washer, regular dryer. And I, at, I said to myself, all right, I'm going to buy the most basic set, but that still has quality mm-hmm. and nice features okay. so that I can fix it down the road because these things are going to break. Right it just on. is what it is. So I found a nice Maytag set. Price was good. All dials, no digital like right keypad on. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, so here we are. Uh, they've been in use now for, I don't know, six years. Oh, something like that. Longer than that. No, because they sat for like two years or so in storage. Oh, true. Okay. Long story short, uh, they've been in use for about five or six years. Okay. Maybe seven at the very most. Um, washer's starting to go out. So the thing is, like, when it goes into spin mode, it is just howling. Like, you can hear it across the whole <laughs> so house. So loud. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I start digging into it. All right, it's got a, apparently it's got a transmission in the bottom that that moves the dr- the drum back and forth, and mm. the transmission's going back. It's probably the it's the bearings in the transmission, I'm sure, but you can't just get that. You gotta get the whole transmission. Sure. Okay. So I start looking that up. All right, that thing is uh, four hundred bucks or something like that. Three yep. four hundred bucks. All right, I can replace that. Still, <clears throat> it's less than the new one. Mm-hmm. So I start looking into the repair. Well, the way this thing's designed, when the transmission the transmission, the transmission, and the drum, like basically, like weld themselves together. Not that's not how it was from the factory, but that's what it does over yeah. time. Okay. So you end up having to replace the whole drum too. So now you're at like eight or nine hundred dollar repair. You could go buy a new one for seven or eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Plus you have to do all the work, and you don't even know if that's if it's all going to go if back together, work, right? Yeah. You're going to need new seals. You know all this kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. So I'm looking at all this, thinking to myself. This is absolutely ridiculous. I intentionally bought this machine to be able yeah. to fix it. So I could pull poor parts out and yeah. replace those. Yeah. yeah. And now this is what we're dealing with. And and the parts cost more. Like only two yeah. parts oh, yeah. cost more than the whole machine. I yeah, I know. I get it. Yeah. So this is what this is what got me on this topic. So I, you know, started thinking about it and then it got me to thinking like, man, do we have anything anymore mm-hmm. that we buy that we can fix yeah. or do, do we just throw it all away i think the short answer is no no we don't <clears throat> we just we're built to throw it away and get new and it's really what keeps the economy rolling right you know buy 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 you know and sales got to be up sales got to be up especially like a company like maytag that mm-hmm. went public a long time ago mm-hmm. we've had this discussion before you got to keep those uh uh shareholders happy and yeah. how do you do that with more sales mm-hmm. so what What's annoying to me is it's just so blatantly obvious that you should be able to just buy a couple parts and take care of yourself here. Yeah. With, right. But the system is geared to be inefficient and to be wasteful. And, and to, I mean, now we're dealing with all this, oh, the landfill is filled up. The landfill right down the, the road here. There, I mean, that's been over full. Yeah. Or however you say that. What do you say? Too full? Too full? I it's, don't know. It's over capacity. <laughs> yeah. And it has been for a number of years. And like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, no one's lining up saying, hey, yeah, put a landfill over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's- Put this, in my backyard. There's this laundry list of reasons. And so we just keep piling more on top of the old one that's, I guess, not capable to hold it. But anyhow, um, this yep. happened to me uh, last summer with our HVAC system. Oh. Okay. And in our, in our, what's our 
our starter home, which we turned into a rental. Um, my first job out of college, I, I just got right on board with the, which was previously my summer job, and that was uh, basically working for a kind of a slumlord type of guy. Mm-hmm. They had over a hundred properties, and part of his gig though was he would hire you and then pay for your schooling to go get your uh, HVAC certification. Um, hmm. You know, it, it was a good way to go about it. <clears throat> yeah. And part of that is once you got that certification, you could actually go buy these parts that Ben's talking about at cost. Oh, So okay. I bet I could have, if I would have still had that certification, went and got those parts for $60, $40, and then you would have been back in business. Um, so I was able to do that with our old HVAC system. It was an old system over 20 years old, and it would just die. It would go out. Well, all it took was like a seven. I'm not even kidding you, a $7 part. Yeah. Yes. All I had to do was just take a screwdriver, take it out, put it in, mm-hmm. and boom. It was like brand new for Going another again. seven years. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, and that's not an everyday hookup, though. You know, you got to jump through a lot of hoops, and I had a, a really nice advantage there. Um, well, bought this home here. First, you know, when you buy a new home, things happen, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. HVAC goes out, blah, 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 windows, this, that, everything else. So HVAC starts acting up. Uh, we have a guy come out that we know, and he goes through the laundry list. First off, charge you 150 bucks to come out and look at it. Yeah. And then, well, we could do this, we could do that, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to cost you more to do that than to just get a new one. And even if we do, you know, piece it together, you know, your your old wiring might not be able to handle the new one. Oh, my your gosh. Old, it's like, Jesus Christ. Well, and you're also... Right away, you start stepping on your own dick because you're saying this is more efficient. It's going to take less electricity and all mm-hmm. this stuff. But the old wires that were built to take this big old robust machine that killed energy. I can't mean, take, can't take more it. it's like, efficient energy? What are we even talking about? You know, you're talking yeah. in circles trying to sell me this big-ass new machine <clears> for 12 freaking grand. And, of course, that's what we end up doing. Just got the new one. Didn't want to deal with it. Uh, just like what you're talking about, those two parts. Once you get those put back in there, there's no guarantee it's even going to work. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we we went through it last year with an HVAC, and it was very frustrating every step of the way. And yeah. it's it, that made me think of a couple of other things. Like so many things are um, so electronic anymore mm-hmm. that it's also gotten to the point where even if you do try to fix it, you could you as the the laborer could change the part, turn the screws, turn the wrenches, whatever, put it in. But then yeah. with a lot of these things, you have to pay a technician to come out with a factory computer and plug into this thing and either reset it, let it know that it has a new part now, yeah, let you know, it know whatever. It's operating. It has, yeah, it has something to do with programming that it has, it has to be run through. Um, so no. you're you're kind of stuck anyway. I thought you totally sounded like an auto guy when he was saying, I wanted to buy the basic so I could oh, yeah. fix it myself. Like, that's how a lot of guys, when I grew up, talked about their pickup trucks. You know, I, I didn't want to get an automatic. I wanted to get a stick shift. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get windows that you could roll. Roll, yeah. You know, because the more electronics you get, the less you're able to work on it. Yeah. And also, the more gingerbread that you have on something, the more things that can go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad always, he he always thought that with deer rifles. Oh, yeah. He just liked the bolt action, what has the least amount of parts. Because at that moment of truth, you hunt all day for those two seconds, you know, your window. Yeah. If you have a semi-automatic with the freaking scope that you got to turn on and get the lighting right, like, <laughs> there's just so many things that can go wrong. Totally. Yeah. Just give me some iron sights <laughs> and a bolt action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So these... <clears throat> back to these washers and dryers as an example. So we've got that. I So I started calling around and I'm like, I'm talking to these appliance repairmen 
And I'm like, is there anything we can buy anymore that I can know for a fact down the road I can I can repair? If something happens, I can work on it. And uh, the the thing I keep hearing today is called Speed Queen. You ever remember hearing about Speed Queens? Uh-uh. I remember like back in the day when I used to work at Sears, that was a that was a name. We didn't have them at Sears, but it was like that was like the commercial one, like that you would see in like a like Hotels? laundry house or laundry something. Or something. Or like yeah. Ho- okay. yeah, something like that. Um, so I start looking these things up, and yeah, they better be good because they're more than twice the price of yeah. everything else out there. Yeah, you well. know the the. the uh, the Maytags, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Maytag equivalent to what I have now is like, I don't know, 700 bucks today or something like that. The Speed Queen's like 1300 mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And you get a five-year warranty, right? So they okay. know it's going to work mm-hmm. for five years, there whatever. Yeah. All right. uh, but then apparently you're going to be able to fix it. But I, I, don't, I have no confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, it, come on, right? They're not trying to sell you that, are they? Like, Well. Well, they do. Yeah, they, that's what they want me to buy. I mean, it's Is the, it a Speed Queen? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, Ashley and I have this conversation quite often because it comes up like we're just such a throwaway society. Yeah. Um, and our our meat grinder that you, you guys came over and we yeah. made uh, mm-hmm. venison burger with, right? Uh, just this one little part. It was basically a bolt that goes at the end of the auger. Okay, uh, snapped off. I put it on backwards one of the first times we used it, and. All I needed, I'm not even kidding you, was a bolt like this size, but it was a, you know, goofy like like an inch or whatever. Yeah, but it was a goofy shape to it. Um, So, and went back to Cabela's. Hey, all I need is this bolt. And like, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't do that. Why don't you just buy a new one and use that one for parts? (laughs) Use it for parts. And we we get that story on so many different things that we have. But why don't you just keep that one for parts? Yeah. And buy a new one. Like, no, that's not what I'm here to do. Um, yeah. and they did, they did not help us. I will say that they did not help they, us. We had to figure that out. And I just got to think like wherever they make these Kentucky, Mississippi, there's probably a five gallon bucket of those bolts just sitting there in the corner collecting mm-hmm, dust. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I can't <clears throat> get one from the place that I bought it. Yeah. You know, and that reminds me of a couple other quick things. So, oh, go ahead. I know you haven't said much. What do you got? No, I was just going to say, let's also bring up the point that there's some people out there many people that are not handy like you guys Mm -hmm. so they just don't want one want to mess with it Mm -hmm. and maybe they have more money so they are gonna just chuck it and it's just easier right and it's a time thing so some Mm -hmm. people just go run by that method like hey it's broken let's just get something in here quick now mm-hmm. where we maybe that's the midwestern mentality like to fix it i don't know maybe it's just like i know what I, kind of yeah. people like i don't know i don't i don't want to say it's just an area but and i have no problem with that either like I, like i mentioned earlier like that's what keeps the everything spinning right is buy new buy new buy more yeah um so if if you're in that position where you can be let's call it just wasteful okay or, or just replace it replace it I have no problem with you. Or, or yeah, no, I agree. I just feel like we're not only being led down that path uh, in an egregious way, we're being forced down it now, like mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Like, oh, sorry, you know, the parts actually cost more than a new one now. You just literally don't have a choice. But then yeah. we cut out that, that guy that wants to come fix our washer, right? Like if you just buy well, new, that's what, yeah, that's what's then... Gonna, that's what's going to happen, with, sure, with some of these 
you know, here in town, there's a, Local, a small town yeah. appliance repair company that's mm -hmm. been there forever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, eventually- We'd love to give them business if we could. Eventually that's what's going to happen to them is that yeah. there just isn't going to be that much for them to repair anymore. Yeah. And, and a place like that, that everybody loves and that they'll call him and ask him for his expertise- but then at the drop of the hat, they'll run to Omaha to a big box store and buy something for mm. $150 yes. cheaper. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know, like Absolutely. it just sucks. Like yeah. he's catching it from a couple of different angles yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, a couple of things that you were talking about, Andy, that reminded me. So you were saying about like something just, you know, they say, oh, we'll just, you know, save it for parts or whatever. Mm -hmm. So here in our print shop, we've got these printers. Oh, God. <laughs> Tens of thousands <laughs> yes. of dollars for printers. Yep. Okay. Uh, one of them is like three years old. It has a major failure. So I get a hold of the manufacturer. I'm talking to them about it. They're like, oh, well, uh, you know, parts are like eight weeks out. And, you know, that thing sure. just, you know, it, and, and even when you do that, like this is probably going to go bad and that's probably going to go bad. And yep. now you're matching you know, old versus new and yeah. the new's going to wear out the old. You might just want to look at a new one, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God. And they're like, but that part, if you want to get it, that part's like 2000 bucks. But it's going to take at least eight weeks because it's on a slow boat from China. I'm like, oh, okay. So we start digging in, trying to find out. I call the salesman. He's like, oh, man, yeah. You know, he goes, these things are good for, like, maybe three to five years. And, and then and you're at three years. I'm at three years, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you just need to replace them, you know. But I got one. I got a good deal on one. All right, all right whatever. Start writing it up for me. <sighs> so um, as I'm going through the repair procedure on ours to figure out what's going on, we mm -hmm. narrow it down to just a sensor. It's mm -hmm. just It's got a bad sensor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, they don't sell just that sensor. Shocker. You have to buy this whole $2,000 system. Like a board. Yeah, yeah. That has multiple parts in it. And then that's what they said. They go, well, you replace this whole thing and then just keep that other one because it has all of these other parts that are still good and you can just use that for parts later. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got to I gotta throw $2,000 and then if I want to pay one of your technicians to do it, another yeah. 1500 bucks to get them here and all that for a $10 sensor... And that's a, it's an electronic piece, right? So you can't yeah. just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. They, got, so, they got you. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. The other thing, though, that I was thinking about um, that's a positive, we were talking about parts and not being able to get parts. And, you know, this company, they should have that bolt laying around or mm -hmm. whatever. I have a Carhartt jacket that I got when I was in high school, mm -hmm. right? Junior year in high school. Okay. So that thing, maybe sophomore year, I don't know. That you still wear. Yeah, the thing's like 25 <laughs> years old. It's a Carhartt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the zipper on it went bad, like maybe 10 years ago. That big old metal brass. Yeah. Big, heavy yeah. duty. Yeah. Yep. Hanging. Yep. 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 Yeah. So I just thought, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to call them and see. Like, I love this jacket. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go buy another $150 car jacket. Mm -hmm. So I call them and they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. We got those. We'll ship you one. And there will be instruction there on how to uh, install the zipper. I'm like, yeah. Cool. So they did. It was easy. Yeah. Here I am 10 years later with the same jacket yeah. and, and a free little zipper they gave me because they kept part in stock. And I love it. And I'll continue to buy their stuff over uh, and over again. That's a fantastic point. And there's still, there is still a really good number of companies out there like Carhartt that stands behind their products. Mm -hmm. And it's those stories that uh, really makes up the bulk of their advertising or their marketing yeah. efforts is just let the people tell our story for us. Mm -hmm. um, Buck Knives, same type of deal. Um, I know a guy that broke his, you know, the old-fashioned flip-up yep. buck knife. Yep. And, and it was his fault. Like, he was hitting it with a hammer oh. as it was stuck in bone. Okay. Like, 
was like, dude, you can't do that. And he knew that. But uh, he broke it, snapped it in half. And, you know, he thought, you know what? I'm just going to ask. I'm going to get a hold of Buck Knives because it says lifetime warranty. Yeah. I yeah. said, oh, yeah, no problem. Send it in. We'll send you a new one back. And they did right away. Crazy. Yeah. That so. is good. Mm-hmm. There is a few of them that do that. Um, I feel like that used to be a thing. They used to always say, companies said, lifetime. I mean, and do you really ever use that? Is that just a thing? Do they want people to think it's for lifetime? But if you do get a hold of them and they actually follow through, Mm -hmm. how huge is that? But they're probably thinking most people won't do that. Right. Correct? Yeah. Like you're led down that path to just buy new. Yeah. You don't even throw it away. Yeah. Yeah, Use that. So. So what Sears, again, back to Sears, they used to be really good at that. Yeah. There was lifetime warranty on a lot of stuff. They sold primarily their hand tools. And, uh. Again, I, I worked there when just out of high school, and I was in the hardware department. Mm-hmm. And people would come in multiple times per week with a broken wrench, with a snapped socket, whatever. And yep, here you go, warranty covered. Yep. Take your new one. And that's one of those brands, man, that yeah. stands behind it. Yeah. Uh, should we tell a fun? You got me thinking about something, and it was a really cool story. I don't know if I brought it up yet. Um, going back to the bolt and mm-hmm. your sensor. Mm-hmm. Now the sensor is electrical, so that you're kind of stuck there. Mm-hmm. But uh, when was the last time you've been up to Big Frig? Oh man, it's been it's been a while now. So they've eight, really expanded their operations, offering mm-hmm. more products, doing mm-hmm. more customization, you know, type stuff. Um, so they they've made a heavy investment in different printing and engraving machinery. And with that, there's a lot of moving parts. Mm. Yep. And there's a there's a couple of these machines, and you're talking like a fifty thousand, eighty thousand dollar machine, and it's all. You know, in order for it to work properly, there's this little plastic hook thingy that flips up and down, you know. Uh-huh. And it's just known that this damn thing breaks all the time. And then, like what you're saying, you're eight weeks out because we've got to wait for mm-hmm. it to get to China. And then, you know, maybe look at a new one. Mm-hmm. They got a 3D printer. Oh, really? And they started printing off these little hook things. <laughs> and they started doing it with other little parts, little plastic piece of shit parts. Mm-hmm. Good. And, yeah, and then now they're now they got like a network going because other people that they work with have the same machine, the same and problems, they and they uh, they send a Ziploc baggie of of all these little plastic pieces, and they're like, you know, ours hasn't broke yet. I think we're fine. Like, yeah, just here, just on us. Have have fun. It's like within three days it broke, and they put that piece in. Like, oh my god, thank you, Brock. Thank <laughs> you, Brock. That was so awesome. <laughs> so it's for me, it's a fun revenge of the nerds type story. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what. We're just going to take matters in our own hand. We got the technology. Technology you sold us, you know, the other right, side. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're, you could have just sold me a part, overpriced it, double priced it. Mm-hmm. For what I would it have cost. bought it. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, now I have a Ziploc baggie full of them. And not only that, I'm printing them out for my friends, too. Hmm. And whatever they got on their end, they're sending me. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's kind of how open business the yeah. open market is meant to work like if you're gonna try and put me in this corner and screw me over we're gonna figure it out yeah, yeah. and it's kind of neat with 3d printers on that regard we started to see that and huh. so if any of you people Smart. out there have some machinery that's you know it all hinges on a dumb little plastic piece get a hold of somebody with a 3D printer. 3D printer yeah beat the system <clears throat> no that's pretty cool and, and in that same uh, um, spirit, and I'm, I'm not telling anybody anything they don't know, YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to fix mm-hmm. or figure out how to fix True. just about anything, yeah. you can probably find it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, I did that 
uh, put in a new heating element into uh, <laughs> our rentals <laughs> uh, oven. It was a yeah. good oven. It's mm-hmm. a GE, you know. Um, and so there's a, a whole bunch of how-to videos, mm-hmm. right? I actually got to pick one where it was a really good-looking gal. Uh, she was wearing a low-cut shirt. Oh I was like, God. wow, Andy. this is something else. Okay. You got to pick that one over the guy? Well, no. She, <laughs> she had way more views, so I just took her expertise. Of course <laughs> she weird. had more views. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> oh, my God. You're making I, me laugh. It was it was hilarious. Okay. And, and she did. It works now. Okay, it works. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she did her job. She did it. She I'm did sure it. they got a girl she, with a low-cut shirt to she, do she that. A little too. flannel with a little tool belt on the whole nine yards. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. my Gosh, with big knockers in her face. Um, you missed that one. This got me thinking. So, what were you repairing? Yeah, again? what were you? Let me t- wait, let me take. Well, a quick let's note pull here. it up right. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> L- let me let me figure that one out. This got me thinking, though, about when you get new things like manuals, owner manuals. I have this big box at home, mm, mm-hmm. and I keep everything. But do we really even need to anymore to the point of like what you were saying with YouTube? Probably not. Yeah. But I'm still kind of so old school. It's I was trying nice to, to change a it. filter on yeah. the microwave and I needed to get a replacement part or, you know, in you can, all this stuff. And so then it just seems easier to just pull it down mm-hmm. than just searching it. But I don't know. I just was thinking of that yeah, when you guys it, were talking about it. And that was, I mean, I've always been all for that because if I wanted to fix something, I you would have it. that manual. Mm-hmm. It would have the model number of whatever the yeah, machine or item was true. that we were working on. So I could look yeah. that up and I could yeah. chase down whatever I needed. But yeah. I don't know. I think I'm still going to keep them. I think it's a good idea to keep it because um, you're relying on a third party or somebody out there on the interwebs mm-hmm. to provide that that manual. Yeah. When it comes with it, you might as well. It's not taking up that much space. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's a good idea to hold on to them. Yeah. Okay. You know? All right. Well, yeah. I just was thinking when you said that call, I could just get online, but it just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe that's what people do, but. Who knows? I think a lot of people do, and that I do. So yeah, but I don't think it hurts. I think it's a good idea to hold on to your manual. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, and it's interesting just it's just like, interesting. It's I'm sure people listening. Um, it's so basic, right? Yeah. Like all this, but well, pe- I'm it's sure needed people to talk about. Yeah, people people know like people listening are probably like, oh my god, yeah. I know. Like they're just Everyone thinking of themselves. Like yeah. yeah, just last week I was trying to do this or that. You know, a lot of people listening um, might be in the farm and ranch community with mm-hmm. uh, heavy-duty equipment, tractors, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth, and, mm-hmm. and that stuff has become a nightmare to repair any of the yeah. new stuff. Uh, you know, you got to pay a factory technician. you got to pay the manufacturer to plug their computer in, you know, all these kinds of things. There's a lot of guys that at their operations have just decided we are only going to own old stuff. Yeah. Because so they we can, can fix, fix it? it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We can fix it. We can maintain it. You know, but I mean, are they still selling those parts for the older stuff? Yeah, I mean, they are. I mean, as long as it's not like something extremely old, but the extremely old stuff can't get the job done any, anymore. Yeah, anyway. yeah, like, that's like you're just talking vintage. about like fifteen year old stuff or okay. whatever. You know, can I tell one more Revenge of the Nerd story yeah. on that? Yeah, regard? Mm-hmm. and that was just uh, in the news, uh, the Right to Repair Act. Uh, yeah, one of our previous episodes we talked we about. We did talk uh-huh. about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was just that was in the news. I I think it took a step forward or backward. I. You know, it just got, it's getting caught up. It's right. getting caught up on the floor. But um, Ashley's cousin, young man, lives out in McCook, 
brilliant, brilliant type of guy. You know, what he, you can score a 36 in your ACT. Yeah. I think he got like a 36 when he was a sophomore. Oh, jeez. You know, one of those type of dudes. Mm. Um, uh, and so he's, he's really fascinated with how things work and grew up on a farm. Uh, he's cut out a really cool niche where he's a machinist and he builds parts, builds parts for machinery that they use out in the McCook area uh-huh. uh, to keep these old wagons and tractors mm. running. Like people don't want the new John Deere that's 100 computers yeah. in the block. So um, – and he's overwhelmed with work. I bet. Uh, you know, because – No one does what he does. Nobody does what he does. He understands what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's really good at it. And – you know, if you have a tractor you like and it fits the job you need, why why yeah. go why go buy right. a new one? Right. Yeah. Especially if this kid down the road and he's not a kid, he's a he's a you know he's a grown man now. Yeah. Uh, but I just think that's once again, it's look if you're going to try and force me to buy a new tractor that I don't want or need, I'm going to find a guy like this mm-hmm. that's going to help me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There's ways around some of this stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think so. But anyway, yeah, I mean. Well, back to the washer, we're just using it until it breaks down. Yeah, we're just limping it. We're limping it along. Good for you guys. It's just so loud, so we can't run it at <laughs> night anymore. <laughs> the whole house will get woken up. But uh, can't have the damn can't watch TV while the washer's no, in spin it, mode. I mean, there's like two doors in between. It's so freaking loud. It's just kind of funny. I don't know. We should take bets and see well, when it's going it to go so, out. It's so dumb. Like another <laughs> another example of how these things are all set up. It, it has some, like, something that it senses that it's like, oh, something's wrong, and then it shuts itself down. It does. Right? And it will not, it will not work once it shuts itself down. Like, you cannot turn it back on. Mm. So I went online, Google searched, Maytag. Turn that off. You know, spin issue, whatever, how yeah, to reset. Yeah. And it's basically like a, a <laughs> series of unplugging, plugging, pushing the start button, unput, whatever, doing these things. You do it, so and then it resets it, reset it, it, it fires again. back up. So we've had to do that, like, three times. <laughs> You but gotta, eventually that thing's going to let loose and the 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 drum's probably going to end up flying through the oh, wall. Oh, I right. hope not. Or yeah. it like leak and water go everywhere or something. So let's let's turn this around. So the Common Folk podcast kind of reached a milestone. We're mm-hmm. over 20,000 downloads. Nice. Pretty cool. Nice. Pretty cool, yeah. right? You know, yeah. I bet out of those 20,000, I bet there's someone out there that could help you out with this. Like they've run into this, they can there get probably you. Probably is, yeah. Yeah, they they got that certification that I was talking about. Yeah. They can get you the part, and they can tell you, oh, don't don't do this, don't do that. Just you know, I bet I bet yeah. I bet one of our listeners can do that. Someone's probably got the part in there. Yeah, like they probably got one that something yeah. else broke down, and it's sitting around for parts. <laughs> they have, parts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They have the one that's just sitting there for parts. Hey, hit us up. Yeah. Send Ben this, an email. There we go. Love <laughs> it. Right. What do you got? Some swag you could offer him in return? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a there t-shirt or something. I don't know. Whatever yeah. you want. I mean, maybe yeah. even two. Yeah. <laughs> a hat also. <laughs> whatever you want. All the goods. I know there's a guy or gal out there. She might be wearing a low-cut flannel. Might be. Like get might you these, have a YouTube video. There we go. Get you these parts at cost. And Perfect. Yeah. Get you a little video how to do it, too. Perfect. Great. Great. We Can't wait to see that. A few shout outs on this on this episode. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. There we go. Spreading the wealth. So uh in, in regards to that topic too, that what you were talking about with um with the number of downloads and stuff, that's pretty sweet. Uh wanted to remind folks about the reviews mm-hmm. um and the ratings on uh Apple, on the Apple app. Most folks know you can go in there and do reviews. We've got a couple lately. Um this first one says found this podcast from a fast from Fast Ag Montana, uh, so Tony and Amy, I wonder if yeah. they were 
Were they talking? Oh, when we were, they were here, babe. I know we interviewed them, but I was just trying to think how this person would have found it through them. Maybe they talked about it on their. Yeah, um, and then I'm sure they listened to that. Tony one. had it on his YouTube mm-hmm. video, yeah. so that's pretty cool. Uh, started listening and absolutely love it. Great down to earth views on things in life, and being in Nebraska makes it even better. All right. Well, thank what you. else did we have here? This is a great listen. Down home, common sense, yet entertaining pod on all kinds of topics. A good Midwestern take, <laughs> which is kind of the goal, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, there's a lot of good ones on here. We appreciate it as always. And this has happened a couple of times over the, over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go on and do a review or even on one of the other apps, just do the rating. Yeah. Let us know. Shoot me an email, ben at farmfocused, F-O-C-U-S-E-D dot com. Let me know that you submitted it. And you got a T-shirt or a hat heading your way from Common Folk. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Could I get a fast tag hat, though? Oh, you can, yeah. All mm-hmm. right. There yeah. we go. No. Yeah. Oh, oh you can't. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> it's got to be Common Folk or Of folk. course, you can. What else? we have anything else to touch on? I don't on? know. Yeah. We have the whole day today, so i got to work. What are you guys going to do? You're just going to go Stay. sit around, watch some more YouTube videos, Andy? Yeah, well, and now I kind of feel like I have to. But No, um, <laughs> i got to do some final game prep. Uh, state basketball tournament starts today. That's right. Yeah, you're busy this week. And uh, I will have 12 games in six days. Wow. Yep. Fun. So guys, it, guys it he's a, a talker. So it is a lot of fun. He's so. just warming up this morning. That's so. right. <laughs> ben, Ben's going to go talk on the phone like he does all day. <laughs> talk on the phone, yep. Barter for parts. Yeah, yep. right, exactly. <laughs> well, it was nice chatting with you boys. Next time we'll do uh, early morning bloodies or mimosas. Yeah, we, we just go. got to get organized. Yeah, we're going to okay. rely on you for that next time. Okay, kind of a last second thing here. Sounds good. All right. Cool. All right. Well, anything else? That's it. All right. We're going to close it out. Okay. Peace. Later.